He's all powerful. He's all powerful. And it is only Him that we need today in our sanctuary. It is only Him that we need in our church service today. It is only Him that we need in our daily life. No matter whatever the circumstance may look like, it's the name of Jesus. It is only the name of Jesus. It is only the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What a powerful name. The name of Jesus. Everything in this entire world, everything in this entire world was created at the name of Jesus. And today as we proclaim by faith the name of Jesus, every dead bones will be brought back to life. Every dead situation will come back to life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for you are in our midst. We thank you. We thank you. And we thank you. We thank you. Let's read together Acts chapter 27, verse 21 to 24. The Acts of the Apostles, chapter 27, verse 21 to 24. I believe you can read it along with me. Verse 21, since they have been without food for a long time, Paul stood among them and said, Men, you should have listened to me and have not set sail from Crete and incurred this injury and loss. Yet now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For this very night, there stood before me an angel of, the, of God to whom I belong and whom I worship. And he said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar. And behold, God has granted you to all those who sail with you. Verse 25. So take heart, man, for I have faith in God. It will be exactly... As I have been told. Can we all be seated in God's presence as I would love to bring this word of hope and life into our situations this morning. And from the past couple of weeks I have been doing this series or I have been having the privilege of doing this series called Speak Life. So we are on our series and this is the week four. And this morning uh, in our series I like to title my message as proclaim with faith. It's very important that we proclaim, but more than proclaiming, what, if, what is important there is proclaiming with faith. Now with faith, if you command a mountain to be moved away, Bible says it will happen the way the moment you proclaim by faith. We as believers, we as Christians, we as Pentecostals here right now in our situation, wherever we are, what God is asking us, God is expecting out of us, is that we proclaim over our life's situations by faith. Now in the scriptures here, we look into the life of Apostle Paul, 
And when we see and we read through the scriptures here, we know the story. We have done this in our Bible schools, Sunday schools, wherever, whenever you have meditated. You might have meditated on the scriptures a lot of time. But this morning, as I've been talking to you, I am proclaiming by faith that when we stand against all odds of life and proclaim by faith, I'm meaning to say that when we proclaim, when we speak with faith, things will happen in our life. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Vishwasathal oiru vakku parnyi gaiyal ada angena thanne sambhavichiri kum. In the pagal kalam, eni ke namma sabiyodu parayonoleri karyam Vishwasathal. Ningada ullil deivam thanna vajinam in the pagal kalam vada parayanare yavate. Sotram. Hallelujah. വിശ്വാസത്തിന്റെ ശബ്ദങ്ങൾ നമ്മൾ ഉപയോഗിക്കുമ്പോൾ സ്വർഗനായ ദൈവം നമ്മുടെ ജീവിതത്തിൽ അത് സാധിച്ച് തന്നിരിക്കും Almighty God will make sure that situations and our surroundings and everything that was standing against us will change for eternity. For eternity, it will change. And this morning, we, let's look into the scriptures and we understand that Paul is right now, he's on a journey. He's on a journey with many other uh, uh, inmates, many other people who were jailed. And there's a leader who is taking these people. And on their journey, we look into the scripture portion where Paul stands up in the midst of all of the sailors and he is now telling or proclaiming them and he is saying, men, you should have listened to me. Now this is my word to my church today. In the midst of all odds, Paul took courage to stand up and to proclaim the words of God and say, hey people, you should have what? Listened to me. to me he did not care about people he did not care who was standing in front of him he did not care about the the centurion he did not care about will people hear me or not he did not care about people being on his board or not all that he was assigned to do is to speak the words of god come on praise the lord പൗലോസ് അവിടെ ചിന്തിച്ചില്ല വിചാരിച്ചില്ല എന്റെ കൂടെ ആരുണ്ട് എന്നെ സപ്പോർട്ട് ചെയ്യാൻ എന്റെ മെജോറിറ്റിയിൽ ആരെങ്കിലും ഉണ്ടോ ഇല്ലയോ എന്ന് പൗലോസ് അവിടെ ചിന്തിച്ചില്ല പൗലോസ് ചെയ്ത ഒറ്റൊരു കാര്യമേ ഉള്ളൂ അവരുടെ നടുവിൽ അധികാരത്തോടെ എന്നിട്ട് നിന്നു സംസാരിക്കാൻ തുടങ്ങി സഹോദരന്മാരെ ഞാൻ നിങ്ങളോട് പറഞ്ഞില്ലായിരുന്നോ നിങ്ങൾ എന്താ ഞാൻ പറഞ്ഞ കാര്യം കേൾക്കാത്തത് വൈ യു ഡി ഞാൻ പറഞ്ഞത് മനസ്സിലാവുന്നുണ്ടോ Are you trying to follow what I'm trying to say here? Paul is in the midst of all of these people and we understand from the, the scriptures there were closely 276 plus people around I believe 300 people were in that ship and he's the only one who is standing in everybody's midst and he's saying brothers I told you to listen to me. Can we look into the scripture where Paul is actually telling them about the words that he wanted to say uh, it's in acts chapter 27 verse 10 to 11 10 and 11 when we read acts chapter 27 verse 10 and 11 we look into the portion where paul is actually uh, uh, talking to these uh, people who are on the voyage and he's saying that uh, verse 10 says say sirs i perceive that the voyage will be with injury and much loss not only of the cargo and the ship but also of our lives but the centurion paid more attention to the pilot 
and to the owner of the ship than to what Paul had to say. Are you looking to the scripture here? Paul stood in the midst of all of them much before the disaster happened and gave them a warning. Praise the Lord. Paul did what the Lord had asked him to do. He gave the people a warning that this is going to happen. There will be a shipwreck. Everybody will be lost. There could be loss of life. But if you do as I command you, if I do as if you follow me what I say, then there would be, wouldn't be any loss at all. All that you have to do is follow what I am saying because right now I represent a holy God. Praise the Lord. Sagi Chirangal out of Paulos Navishem Alarno. I record on the Q, Paulos Navishem Alarno. I support the Q, Paulos Navishem Alarno. Who will stand with him? Who is going to give him a majority companion? That was now Paul's business. All that he wanted to do is to be the voice of God in her, in her community. All that Paul wanted to do was to be the voice heard. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Are you trying to relate yourself in your ship? In this voyage of, uh, in this life's journey? Are you trying to relate with the journey of Paul here? People will come around you. God will strategically place you in a lot of positions. So that his words are heard wherever God has placed you. Come on, I'm going to repeat that once again. God Almighty will strategically place you in all situations, in all sorts of life, so that it will be your words that people are going to hear. When you speak in authority and faith, when you speak in faith and authority, come on, when you speak in faith and authority, it is the words of God that you are speaking. It is the power of God that you are representing. It is the power of Jesus that is going to unction through you. And today let me repeat that. When God is placing you strategically at wherever you are placed right now, make it a point that you will speak out words of hope and life into your surrounding. Come on, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everything might look desolate. Things may look very empty. And when the Lord is giving you visions and to asking and asking you to proclaim life, your life has to change first. Praise the Lord. We look into the scripture here. When we come back to the same scripture that we started reading when Paul is getting back, uh, when, the, when, when there's the shipwreck and uh, when, when, when everything is broken, about to break, uh, and, and the, the storms have raised against the ship, the journey is going very bad. Paul again stands up because he had a visitation from the angel of God. And the angel of the Lord uh, told him that nobody will perish. Amen. Reason, because you are in this journey. Oh. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nobody around you will perish because you are in this journey. Come on. Your family will not perish because you are saved with Jesus Christ. Your organization where God has strategically placed you will not fail because you are right there. God has placed you so that you can bring hope and life into the situations where God has strategically placed you. 
His idea is to save mankind. His idea is to save the world. And it is going to happen through you. But make it a point that whenever God gives you this authority, whenever you have this visitation of the Holy Spirit in your life, you will stand strong in the midst of all odds and you will bring forth the life. Bible says Paul stood up. He silenced everybody. He stood up. And it says that, men, you should have listened to me earlier. You should have. Men are always men. I mean, when I tell men, men and women, everybody, it's the same thing, right? When we give them advice, they never want to listen. So when they have failed, more opportunity for us. You know, we can stand there and say, hey, I told you before. I told you. But still there's hope. It's never too late. Because I am there with you. And I know when I am there, entire heaven is behind me. It's not because of me. It's because of whom I represent. Why and why did Paul say these words of hope when everybody were against him? The centurion, the captain of the ship, the pilot of the ship, they never wanted to pay attention to Paul. But even in the midst of all opposition, Paul stood up and said, these words of hope. You know the reason? When we read the same scriptures, we understand. Number one, he says this, the, the, the God to whom I belong. Paul makes it a point that everybody will listen to these scriptures and say that, I represent a God. And I speak this life because I know my belonging. Amen. I know my support. I know who is backing me up. I know in whose authority I'm standing. I know my belonging. Now Paul says, I do this because I know my belonging. Come on somebody. If you know your belonging, if you know if you belong to God Almighty, come on, do you have doubt today? In our doubt, our king, our king, we belong to Jesus Christ. We belong to Jesus Christ. And Paul stands strong and he says this, I belong to God. And that is my strength today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I belong to this God Almighty. Number first thing that I want to share is your job is only to speak. First important thing that I want to share, and the first point is, your job is only to speak. This morning as I was taking Sunday school, I was saying that our job that God has asked us to do, to be His witnesses. Or in other words, God, the only thing that God is asking us to do is to sow seeds. Who makes it to grow? Who makes it to grow? Do I make it to grow? No. It's God. My job is to sow the seed. Your job is to sow the seed. Words are like seeds. It will sprout at the right time. And this morning that I want to say is when you know your belonging and when you know your identity in Christ and you speak out, you are the ambassador of God Almighty and entire heaven will back you up. And that's the importance of the scripture here that we see. Paul says, I know my belonging. I know my belonging. I'm a Christian. I'm a child of God. 
I'm a Pentecostal believer. I know my belonging. If I say, it will happen. If I command to the rocks it to cast it away, to the ocean, it will do it. I know my belonging. I know my belonging. Come on. Hallelujah. And the next thing Paul say is, the next point that I want to share is clarity of our worship. Paul says, the God to whom I belong and whom I worship. Number one, to whom I belong. Number two, to whom I worship. Come on, say it loudly, worship. worship. It's very important that we have clarity in our worship. Sometimes we are just standing as statues whenever we have worship happening. Let's have more clarity in our worship. When you know your Redeemer, when you know your Redeemer, you don't care about circumstances. You don't care about situations. You don't care about who is standing next to you. You don't care about how many hallelujah or stotram the other brother is saying. All you care is to worship my Redeemer. All you care is, can I have clarity in my worship? Apostle Paul, we look into the scripture here and says that my God whom I worship. Come on, somebody. My God whom I worship. There's more clarity right there. He knows that this is my God. And he knows I will worship my God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When we come into this sanctuary, the only business that we have is to worship our Redeemer. The only thing that we are expected to do is to worship our King of Kings and our Lord of Lords. We got to have clarity in our worship. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Aradhanel Kara Grahangal Adindi Adistanam Kulangum Yella Changalagalam Potimarum. When we have clarity in our worship, every dungeon will be broken, every foundation of the evil spirit will be broken, and the name of Jesus will be glorified. Let's have clarity in our worship, folks. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Towards the end of my journey, I have a desire to be known as a person who is a prayer warrior, not as a great preacher. I have a desire. It's my personal desire. I don't know about most of us here. It's my personal desire to be known as a worshiper of Jesus. No matter what situations you are in, if you are ready to worship Jesus, your circumstances will change. Paul knew whom he is worshiping. He had clarity on his belonging. He had clarity on his worship. And in this generation, I am asking our generation to rise up as worshipers of this King of Kings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God has strategically placed you in this life's journey in many ships, many organizations. Storms and tempests will rise against you. But because of you, God wants to save everybody 
in that journey. It is you. It is you. But make sure you have a clarity in whom you belong. You have a clarity in the God you worship. You have a clarity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you speak out, it will happen. And throughout the scripture, we, when we look into Acts chapter 27, the later parts of the scripture, we understand that a tempest rose against them. And on the 14th day, they started emptying out the ship. But what happened is the entire ship broke into pieces. But was any life destroyed? No. Nobody. Nobody. Because we had a Paul in this journey. Are you a Paul in this life's journey to save many others? My friends, brothers and sisters in this church right now, right here, who are hearing my words, I have this good news to say. God has anointed you, a Paul, to many, many nations around you. You would be that person who is strategically placed to save an entire group who have never heard of Jesus. But all that you have to do is to have a clarity in whom you belong, a clarity in your worship, in your worship. So when, when we gather here for worship, never look left or right, just look above. Who is with you doesn't matter, but whom you serve matters the most. It's you and God Almighty. It's you and Him. I don't care about anybody else. I don't. Because I know when I come for a Sunday worship, it's my Lord that I serve. It's this Lord that I want to worship. I got to have clarity in my worship. And the moment when Holy Spirit starts to take control, I urge you, brothers and sisters, just leave for the Holy Spirit to work in our midst. Healings and signs and wonders will happen in this church. And I'm delivering this powerful word right now. Healings and signs and wonders will happen in this sanctuary. The moment we have clarity on our worship, the moment we have clarity on whom we belong, healings, signs and wonders will happen in our midst. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All that we have to do is to allow the Spirit of God to move in our midst. Allow the Spirit of God to work in our midst. And the moment we allow the Spirit of God to take control, speak words of life, and it will happen. It will happen. Paul stood up and said, none of you will be dead. The ship will break. Everything will be in pieces. But none of the lives that is around me with me will die. Because I know whom I belong. I know whom I worship. I know my creator. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament, today I'm wrapping up the series. In the Old Testament, we look into one more person who stood up 
and proclaimed with authority, proclaimed with faith. And it is in the scriptures we see Joshua chapter 10 verse 12. We look into the scripture, we see Joshua and his entire Israelites are in a battle. But what Joshua says is, he looks to the sky and he says, Hey sun, stand still. Hey moon, stand still. Until the Lord has given me victory, stand still. And Bible says, stand stood still until Joshua proclaimed it again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. What did Elijah do? He stood in front of Ahab and he proclaimed with faith and he said, Hey Ahab. Until I say so, this heaven will not bring forth any rain. Come on, come on, hallelujah. Until I say so, there is not going to be any rain in this entire land. Until I say so, until I proclaim it, until I deliver this word, until I. My brothers and sisters, it is in your mouth that the Lord has given you authority. Look to your failures and proclaim today, I am going to be a victorious person. I am going to pass my examination. I am going to get a better job. I am going to thrive in Dallas City. I will have a own house in Dallas City. The Lord will bless me in Dallas City. The Lord will bless me in front of my enemies. It is the Lord's word that you have to proclaim. Hallelujah. Can we all stand in God's presence? Paul said, I know whom I belong. And I know whom I worship. It is this Lord God Almighty. And when I allow the Spirit to move. I'm gonna leave my surrounding. I'm gonna allow the Spirit to move. I'm gonna allow Holy Spirit to move in our midst. Let's say it, proclaim it. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We want you to move in our midst. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. And we want you to move in our surrounding. And friends, today as we open up our mouths to proclaim, great deliverances and victory will be ours in this house. Look to your life situation and proclaim it. The Lord will give you victory. As we sing songs and worship Jesus, do not look into who is standing next to you or not, if they are worshiping or not. Just look above the face of Jesus. That hands of Jesus that carried you, that crafted you, and worship Him, worship Him, worship Him. Hallelujah.